Uh, it's time for our SMME talk, and uh, we're talking about the business of corn dogs. Do you know what a corn dog is? Uh, on our SMME feature this morning, we're looking at the business of corn dogs called Browns foods. They are more popular in America than they are here in our country. So the founder of the company says it all started at her child's 11th birthday party and the rest, as they say, is history. As we all want to know how exactly this made her flourish as a business, uh, she joins us now on the line. Uh, I'm talking about Mabel Akinlabi, who is co-owner of Brown's Foods. Mabel, good morning uh, and congratulations on your success story. What actually did happen that day at your daughter's 11th birthday party? Morning, Katie. Thank you for having me. So, I think I was just being rewarded for being a good mommy that day. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so my daughter was turning 11 and the trend at school was to take up to 15 kids to a casino down the road where I'd have to pay for laser tag, pay for 11 dinners, pay for 11 movies, and I wasn't about that life. So I was like, baby, just have a sleepover at home and I'll make food and you and your friends will be happy. So I asked her what she wanted me to serve and she was like, anything you like, Ma? So I was like, I'm going to pump them full of food. And I'm going to give them all the sugar they want. So we were grilling marshmallows at the fireplace. I had pizza everywhere. There were snacks everywhere. I fed them the whole day to keep them occupied. And then late in the evening at around five, when I was sure they were stuffed, I was in my kitchen because my husband and I were just chaperones slash babysitters slash cleaner uppers. Um, I'm in the kitchen and I'm thinking to myself, I'm bored. What, what, what can I make that I've never had before? And the kids inspired me because they were having all the food. They were so happy that all this junk food they don't get used to usually eat, they got to eat that day. Yeah. So I thought, I'd really like a corn dog. So I thought, oh, let me get on to... Um, had you, had, had, you had a corn dog, though, before? Never. Wow. Never before. I was just genuinely, I was that bored. Mm. So I, I, I looked on the food delivery services and nothing came up. I Googled corn dogs near me, nothing came up. And I thought, okay, well, I've got time. Let me make one. So I rustled a bunch of ingredients together and I called the kids, about 15 of them, and they went ballistic. They loved it. They loved it. So, so was, oh, d- Mabel, where did you buy these? Wow. So describe it uh, for our South African uh, uh, listeners, right? Because okay. I, was, I was looking at it on Google and I was even talking to the producers this morning. I was like, geeing this thing. Because it looks to my eye when I look at it, because I also have never had it, right? It looks uh-huh. to my eye like... Um, what is a guinea? Is it a fat cake? Do, do we call <laughs> a guinea a fat cake? Yes. <laughs> okay. So it, it looks like Liguinha and Liviana, but it when when I was uh, further Googling it, it looked like, no, it's made actually of uh, cornstarch, uh, and uh, which is something that I don't think a lot of us as South Africans use. And mm-hmm. what is it? It's an It's definitely an American thing. What is it? So it is actually really simple. It's got three components, which is the meat component, the sausage. It's got the batter outside, Mm -hmm. um, which is deep fried. And then there's obviously the stick, which makes it fun and clean to eat. Mm -hmm. So it looks like a Vienna. Yes, it's not a Vienna. It's like a frankfurter. So you Mm. know a frankfurter is like a Vienna. Yes, yes, yes. To to, private school. Yes. yes. (laughs) (laughs) With like chili and cheese. It's fatter than your normal Vienna. Um, it's all chicken because I'm a mom. I like to see people good stuff. And then the batter on the outside is actually made from yellow maize. 
what other people around the world would call polenta. Mm-hmm. And we don't really eat yellow maize because we're not used to it, I guess, because the color is special. But um, it's yellow maize, flour, eggs, milk, sugar. And when that's deep fried, it's crunchy and soft. So the outside is crunchy, the inside is soft, and then you get salty meat. So it's lots of sensations in your mouth. It's crunchy, soft, salty, and sweet, and it's warm, and it's cheesy. It's wow. beautiful. So, but, you know, the, your success story comes more than just the birthday party because you, you had to keep on refining the recipe over and over. Uh, at a certain point, uh, you felt, I've nailed it, I've got it down, and you wanted to take it to the ShopRite group. Tell me about the process of refining a, a largely American uh, sort of uh, product uh, for the South African market. How was it for you in terms of getting access to the right ingredients that you wanted and how sure would you be that the taste is right seeing you had no benchmark so to be very honest uh kids are very honest people and if they didn't like oh, it yeah. nobody was gonna like it oh, <laughs> yeah. gonna tell me. so the very first ones i made at the party were actually made out of cornflakes because it was the only yellow maze i had reference to cornflakes yeah so i took cornflakes i threw them in the bender well mommies we're resourceful, we're resourceful like that Put cornflakes through them in the blender, and I was like, hey, it works. The texture's the same. The taste is the same. Um, but when I told my husband about it, and we figured, okay, now we're going to feed other people's families. We probably should, should make this correctly. Um, I decreased the salt levels. I figured out how much sweetness um, the kids liked, how much sweetness was okay for adults. Um, and then I contacted people who, um, who mill maize. And a lot of them were like, um, we don't really sell yellow maize for, for eating, but we'll get you some. To cut a long story short, there's only one mill in all of South Africa that has the right grain of yellow maize. Wow. Um, and they supply me and they're all the way in PE. But getting the ingredients is very easy. It really is a simple product that genuinely brings a lot of joy. It's like wow. ice cream. There's not much to it, but it makes you so happy. Wow. Either way, it's uh, made a success out of you. And we want to come back after this break uh, to talk about how it made a success out of you. And if uh, you are a business owner in the SMME space and you're feeling inspired and uh, you want to ask Mabel some questions, please join the conversation. We are on 011-714-2006. We are talking SMME uh, talk and you can also SMS on 41391 or WhatsApp on 0614104107. We all need an inspiring entrepreneurship story. And I think in Mabel Akinlabi, that is what we're giving you today. It's 1021. You're listening to SAFM. Conversations that you connect with and react to. SAFM. Welcome back. Uh, you are listening to The Talking Point and uh, it's uh, Thursday today. We're talking our SMME talk and uh, we're talking the business of corn dogs. Interestingly enough, I've uh, already had people who've tweeted me who say they have had corn dogs and they do love them. And uh, we're talking of a story of a business called Brown's Foods and uh, their story really started at their child's 11th birthday and uh, they created these corn dogs that now are being distributed uh, by the 
ShopRite Group, and we are in conversation with Mabel, Mabel Akinlabi. Mabel, so I mean, let's talk about the non-romantic parts of the business, right? Uh, because it looks like you had to end up importing uh, material uh, for making uh, some of the stuff you need from the U.S. Let's talk about the challenges and navigating. Uh, first and foremost, at what point did you go to the ShopRite Group, and uh, why did you feel the need to have to import material from the U.S.? Mabel? Did I lose Mabel? No, 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 sorry. I'm here, sorry. Sorry, Casey. So the minute I had the idea, I spoke spoke to my husband about it. He mulled over it, and um, he he got back to me a few weeks later, and he says, yo, you had an idea, and you just let it drift away. And I was like, no. And he said, well, what do you want to do about it? And I thought, I think they should be in store. So we discussed the first call, first port of call would be to call. So I started calling um, the ShopRite group every single day. I would literally, the phone would cut, I'd call again until mm-hmm. somebody answered me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I basically went in there uh, telling them that I had a full idea. I think I know how it works. I've developed it. Um, and yes, the unromantic parts were there, were no, there was no factory yet, but fortunately my husband's awesome with graphics um, and we have a television background, so he made me a mock-up box. We made a few samples at home. Um, we had to import equipment from the States because we found out that corn dogs don't like to touch each other when they get, when they get deep fried. Hmm. There's no equipment on the continent. There's no manufacturers of the equipment on the continent. Um, then we figured, then we found that um, the, the sausage for a corn dog is slightly bigger. The flavor has to be different. So we had to develop our own recipe for the meat, then find meat people who could help us actually make the sausage. So there was a lot of development and a lot of tasting and a lot of trial and error. But eventually we ended up with a product that the, the, the retailer respects. Um, because there was so much development and because it's such a quality product and because it doesn't taste or look like anything else on the market. Yeah, you found a niche in in South Africa. But all of what you're just describing to me sounds costly, right? Uh, And and, and that's always a barrier for a lot of people to get into big business ideas like the one that you got into. Let's talk about the challenge, uh, the challenges uh, that you faced in the process of perhaps trying to access uh, funding to make sure that you get all of these different parts uh, that you needed to get here. Yes. So the sad truth is no one's going to believe in a product that the entrepreneur doesn't believe in. And everybody is going to want to see sweat equity and they're going to want to see that you're willing to invest your own funds in it. So that's exactly what we did. I mean, I joke about it. I I hope the bank, I hope my bank is not listening. But (laughs) at some point, my husband and I decided, um, you know, we won't die if we don't like fully pay for the house this month mm. so that we can get raw materials mm. and and we spoke to my do- and we spoke to our kids schools were like if school fees are a bit late please don't be upset mm. um but what we did was we believed in it ourselves we made ourselves accountable by going to this retailer we told some people around us took our own savings got raw materials got a little got a few um got a few uh boxes made got some plastics made went to the retailer, um, got in, consulted a food technologist, made sure that everything was okay. Mm. And um, by the grace of God, 
begged and begged and begged and managed to get enough money together to build a small facility where we would produce. But then only after that could we approach government for funding. And only after that could they see this is a serious business that looks like it will be long term and we're not just taking chances. But you know what I think is amazing? The the, the degree yeah. of tenacity, obviously. In fact, someone just tweeted me and said, uh, you know, when you said, I literally called ShopRite every day, they, they call that tenacity. For me, uh, what, what is amazing actually about your story when I was reading about it is you're going into the retail space to sell a product uh, and there's no benchmark in the country for that product. Basically, you're asking people to taste something they've never tasted before and you're not only asking them to taste it, you're saying, taste it like it enough for me to be able to sell it uh, uh, if you like it. I think that is extremely, extremely courageous and tenacious and it's it's an incredible, incredible story. So how big is your distribution now to ShopRite? Um, it's, it's really big. Um, we're national now in ShopRite. National. Sorry, in, in the ShopRite Checkers group. So we're at every checkers in the freezer, but we're also at checkers in the deli. So if you feel like you don't want to commit yourself to four corn dogs because you're watching your height, (laughs) you just go to the deli (laughs) and buy one corn dog or two corn dogs. Um, We're also venturing out to ShopRite itself because for every one checkers, there's about five ShopRites and we want that market to also have a taste of our product and we've ventured and we've ventured out to the other large retailers um whom i won't mention at the moment because yeah yeah we don't we're not mentioning them because they no, haven't said no, yes but but distribution is national it's going really well um kids everywhere loving it families loving it yeah okay i want to ask you to please if you don't mind to pause for me mabel because there's some people who want to ask you some questions i suppose in many ways they're as inspired uh about your story as i am we're talking uh smme talk and the business of uh, corn dogs even i'm now uh, i'm salivating because i'm a food lover right i'm salivating because i'm thinking i need to go buy me a corn dog and i'm saying it like like the americans go buy me a corn dog uh when i finish this show so i can taste it so the conversation is with Mabel Akinlabi, who is co-owner of now nationally distributed uh, to ShopRite uh, by the group, their, their group, their company called Browns Foods. It's 10.30 and Musa is standing by with the news headlines. SAFM. Primetime all day long. You are listening to KG Mwekezi on SAFM. We have a question uh, on WhatsApp for Mabel. Let's hear what uh, they're saying. Good day, Elsie. Uh, you're speaking to Bono from Eastern Cape. Um, please greet your guest and amazing. I really like people who, who are go-getters, more especially our female counterparts, because we need them to be in the forefront of, of, of the economy. Can you please ask the guest, I'm, I'm in a business, I'm starting a business that, that requires spent grain. I know that she, since she's dealing with grain, she must, might be able to assist me. Uh, the suppliers that supply her with grain uh, do have spent grain. Can she be able to share their contact with me? I just need spent grain for the type of livestock that I want to start. I know that that the waste, the grain waste that they have when creating spent, um, uh, some some of the grain product. Have you got spent grain contacts, Mabel? 
100%. Fantastic. So what I'll do is I'll get the producer then to get you in touch uh, with that gentleman. Uh, tell us uh, as we round off where uh, your, your product again can be found and uh, whether you have a Twitter and Facebook page for your corn dogs. Yes. So if you walk into a checkers uh, and you go straight to the freezer section, look for a brightly yellow mm-hmm. and red box with the most delicious looking food you've ever seen on the box. Grab one or two, actually grab two, because, yeah, we're not <laughs> going to have one box. <laughs> and then, um, if you don't want to go to the freezer, go to the Checkers Deli where they sell hot prepared food and ask them for a corn dog and they will gladly load you up one um, and you can eat it before you even leave the store. Um, soon coming to you as to a shop price near you if you don't have a checkers in your region. So we are on Facebook and on Instagram at Browns Foods and on Twitter at Browns Foods, all the same handle everywhere. And please, I'm very happy to receive DMs. I'm very happy to answer people's questions. I'm more than happy to help. Thank you for your inspiration, Mabel. Thank you for inspiring so many others. And uh, thank, thank you, you for you. for teaching us the important component of tenacity in business. Thank you. Mabel Akinlabi, co-owner of Brown's Foods, a success story we were so happy to share today. It's 10.35.